Mm, nice. We are live. What's up, guys? Appreciate you guys joining and hanging on. It is so late. We are black on the inside. <laughs> so, it is Friday, July 3rd, 2020. It is a beautiful day. It is Independence Day observed here in America. Many people are calling from outside of America. Lots of you are on hold already. Appreciate you hanging tight. We have been struggling with, at the tail end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today, we had a crazy computer crash and restart. Just COVID all over the place. It's like Y2K. It's the perpetual excuse now, okay? So, apologies, but we gotta trudge along. So, here is the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. So, how are you all doing? I hope you're enjoying the beautiful Independence Day in celebrating America and pushing for America's continued or, or resumed independence. I don't know what. From the mess, there are some major messes going on in America. It almost feels like we're not America anymore. In fact, in some cases, it just plain does feel like that. And that is a shame. I read to you guys, those of you who, are watch, who were watching the Jesse Lee Peterson show or listening, at the tail end of the first hour, the Declaration of Independence, or, you know, select portions of it, right? Because it's too long to fit into five minutes of reading, especially my reading. And... It talked about lives and fortunes and sacred honor. I couldn't get through it. I could not get through it all the way without uh, my voice breaking up a little bit. <laughs> like Kind of like the stream. Especially at the line at the end where it says, and, and for the support of this declaration, the Declaration of Independence, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, which is God, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. Man, imagine that. And these guys did that. They were, that's like men's stuff, real men's stuff. And it's hard to think about how far we've fallen in America. The men have fallen in America. The women have fallen. Oh, the POCs and the whites even. White History Month. And to wonder whether we're men enough to bring it back. You know, I think we might be. Or, you know, there might be men to come along. And it seems like they're doing it right now. The men's forum last night was a sign of it, in my opinion. President Trump being elected and standing his ground on certain principles. You know, you may criticize him for giving too much ground on many things. But he stands his ground on Black Lives Matter is evil and these monuments do not be, need to be taken down. 
And where will it stop? It won't. And we are a law and order. We need law and order. I am your law and order president, although we don't see that yet, but he's pushing for it. And there are men like Tucker Carlson in, the, in Fox News pushing for what's right. And Jesse Lee Peterson and many of you guys. So that makes me uh, hopeful, right? And actually, like, we're supposed to be hopeful, right, in, in God. But there's evidence of people waking up and or standing firm. Isn't that r- nice? And by the way, the Declaration of Independence, it was all handwritten. Their penmanship was way better than mine. I get criticized anytime I take down a phone message uh, f- working for Bond. Your writing is awful. And luckily they haven't fired me for it. But penmanship is a lost art in me anyways. (laughs) I know there are some people who have very good handwriting. But it is, um, it's very concerning what is going on and the lack of even in us. You know, there was, it was a beautiful men's forum last night. If anything can be beautiful related to men. In a manly way, yes. (laughs) Um, first Thursday of the month generally at Bond in Los Angeles, one man made the point that Satan is working both sides, both sides of this battle, right? You know, people, a lot of you complain that there's this false illusion of it's a left versus right paradigm because there's a whole lot of phonies on the right. And everybody on the left is pretty pretty much evil, except for the people who are going to wake up out of that, that uh, delusion of leftism, right? But everybody sane knows that Black Lives Matter, Antifa, the mainstream media, for the most part, um, the Democrat politicians, the rhinos, the Trump haters, the never-Trumpers, that is, are evil. Everybody knows that. Everybody who's sane, right? There are some insane people who call into the show who don't think that. But most of us know that those people are all evil. And what they're pushing for is pure evil, of course. Even if they themselves are just delusion, delusional, right? But watching the madness, the halfway decent people, the men, the whites, you know, most men are halfway decent, I would say. Most whites are halfway decent, I would say. That's why you see most whites voting Republican. The platform of the Republican Party is decent, supposed to be anyway, but they don't, most people don't stand on it, right? Most of the Republicans are just pure rhinos, just pathetic. But um, the, us half-decent people are tempted to hate the, uh, the media, the um, Antifa, BLM, a lot of you guys have uh, started hating the uh, people in power. <laughs> the Jews and st- all th- kinds of stuff. Women. And all kinds of stuff, right? Which most people just hate women, right? <laughs> Including men and women. <laughs> but, um, and men. They hate men too. But um, the temptation to hate them. That's Satan working both sides. You trying to, getting you to hate the evil that you see. And Jesse Lee Peterson has talked about how um, that's because we already have that inside of us, that anger, that hatred. So it's, it was a really highly recommended. All you guys trying to be cute, Matt, living the dream, 
2,300 miles away, trying to be cute, not coming to the men's forum. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you guys someday soon. Maybe the 30th anniversary, sorry, 30th anniversary of Bond will come to fruition. We did pass it already, but the celebration of it in February two of 2020, 30 years since uh, the second Sunday in February, whatever it was, of 1990 when the first Bond meeting happened or when we founded Bond. But anyways, that is um, the hope of America, right? You can't say it's it's just Trump. It's because it's not just Trump. You know, that is like the what's going to get us back on track because it's quite clear that it's not. <laughs> we have to, uh, everybody has to do their part. Anyways, I have a few super chats to read. I want to get right to calls and maybe I'll share if I have time a little bit about my uh, typical 4th of July and a little bit about my white history. I do want to share with you the call of the week. There was, I'm not going to replay it for you, but just rehash what he, a point that he made, which is that South Africa is indeed coming here. It was a colored South African caller, Sheldon from South Africa, Tuesday, June 30th, 2020, the day before I went two hours. But Noah's Ark Kansas gave a diamond, appreciate the constant support, based AF, based America First, gave a ninjet, which is major, and he said, Happy Independence Day weekend to the greatest country in human history. Freedom brought to you by the brave white men of yore. And let's hope for more brave white men today, right? Cool. Jesse Lee Peterson is hosting the show. Appreciate that. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson. Shout out to Hot Computer Smell, the faithful supporter, gave, giving a diamond on YouTube. Catch Hot Computer Smell after The Fallen State comes out, by the way. She's going to be premiering some, or showing some, uh, on her DLive channel. DLive.tv slash Hot Computer Smell. Uh, JLP-inspired art. Isn't that cool? That she's made. Uh, Skyward Journey, happy 4th in White History Month. Much love from Japan. Hashtag USAF. U.S. Air Force. Nice. Appreciate you, Skyward Journey. Thank you for the support all the way from Japan. That's cool. Alejandro Davila says, Everyone have a blessed 4th of July weekend. Hake you the man, man. Thank you. It's a ninjet celebration, says Base AF. That's cool. So, let me... You know what? Let me just double check some things. Before I start talking about the people that you may be tempted to hate, too, because I do want to talk about that. There are some people that you may be tempted to hate. You know how the, Satan playing both sides, right? Um, let me go ahead and get to Earl, my second favorite caller. Dang. From Michigan. He's been on hold for some time already. Earl, thanks for calling. Happy Independence Day. Hola. Hola. Uh, Jim. Good to hear from you. Yes, Senor James. You celebrate Independence uh, Day? No. Wow. Uh, 
You don't celebrate Independence Day? No. Wow. Uh, Why not? Uh, well, I used to, a long time ago, I'm tired of celebrating it. Uh, one thing, uh, my people wasn't uh, independent uh, when they were celebrating. You just read uh, Frederick Douglass. And uh, when he talked, when he spoke on Fourth of July, and talked about your father, it was free on the day, but not mine. But eventually, uh, but that led. Hold on, hold on. Let me respond to that. But that led to you becoming free and independent. Yeah, eventually. Yep, it set the but, stage. Uh, but uh, the, the but it wasn't on that day. Sure, so it was. Just because you're independent, at some time. In history, doesn't doesn't uh, mean that you should you should celebrate some some time that you weren't. That's dumb, Earl. Because uh, it let there was no time that you weren't. <laughs> first of all, and second of all, I'm talking about blacks blacks. Period. They yeah, I know because because uh, you identify with blacks over what's well, right. Well, I'm just speaking facts, fool. No, you're not. <laughs> just because you don't want to understand it. No, because uh, because Earl. It laid, hold on. It, it laid the foundation for blacks in America to be free. Why weren't they free then? Because they were slaves. Why? Duh. Because they were sold. Duh. Yeah. And so we supposed to be uh, happy-go-lucky? Yes. Because uh, y'all mistreated us? We did not mistreat you, Earl. Uh, you were not a slave. Oh, uh, don't bring me this. this. This, uh, Don't tell me the truth. Stupid argument that it, <laughs> that it has to be personal. It Leave. does. Uh, the individual but suffers. I, I that stupid argument. Uh, Leave that for some fool that goes for those semantic arguments. That's not semantics. Uh, That's reality, stupid. No, crazy fool. No. That's something that you, that, that you uh, use to justify uh, or to mitigate uh, uh, people being enslaved. And just because it wasn't people at the present day, uh, then that doesn't supposed to matter. I don't even well, care. I don't even care that they were enslaved at the time. what you care. And why should you care? Who cares what you care? Why do you care? I don't have to speak because uh, of things that, that you care about. You're dumb for hating hey, America, Earl. You. You're really dumb for hating America. But uh, I don't hate America. I'm just yeah, you do. Fact. No, you hate America. No, you, no, you hate any. You call anything that the people don't agree with you hate. No, uh, but you do hate America. Let's be honest. God is himself. You are tired you hate, of celebrating you you Independence hate Day. You black folks, and you like to uh, promote white folks as superior. Let's get it straight. That's your... Blah, blah, uh, blah, blah, mantra. blah. Anyways. Yes, yeah, it's fact. You no. can play it off. Nope. But the thing about it, I uh, right. was going to talk about Joe Apio. The great living He's hero. One of your heroes. Living hero, yeah. Joe Arpaio. I put him in the same category as uh, Clive, Bun Clive Bundy. Me too. Both great. And another decent man, but I think Joe Arpaio may be even better than Clive and Bundy. Clive and yeah, Bundy was, also I, loves America and black people. No, he didn't love black people. Oh, yeah, he did. You, hey, David Duke. <laughs> Clive and Bundy. University? Clive and Bundy what showed. What craziness is. What crazy? Have you been drinking, drinking today or something? Mm -mm. 
Uh, caffeine. You know caffeine, I did. Caffeine and sugar. I drank some drugs. Caffeine and sugar. You know how many times but I'm not he leaving. got sued and, and disregarded a, uh, uh, laws and judges and everything else? By scum you know, of the earth lawyers and the, politicians uh, and phony that, people hate um, who hate America. The, pro the, the prosecutor that worked with them got disbarred because they... They were breaking the law left and right. You know uh, who isn't disbarred? So, you know who aren't disbarred? A bunch of sleazy lawyers. That doesn't prove anything to me. Earl, somebody I getting know, disbarred? You, you just you 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 just about justifying any any white action, no matter how ludicrous. Wrong. Tried, you know, no, uh, I, I only justify decent action, which includes by Kennedy, whites, such as Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Uh, Sheriff Joe was, uh, Arpaio uh, loves America, and he is old school. Uh, and, and it's in your twisted world. Yeah, of course he loves you know white America, mm -hmm. but uh, you know uh, Hannity, you don't love you don't love my white America. Hannity, Hannity uh, was uh, identifying with Clyde Bundy, right, and uh, so forth un until uh, he made a racial comment, and then he ran from. Him. Like Lonnie going on. Yeah, what a coward. That's uh, a shame. You know, I still like Sean no. Hannity, but he was just being politically correct. He just wasn't thinking clearly here's there. Man you got to cut. It didn't recognize the federal government that thinks the only state law is something he should should abide by. And Hannity tried to use him to uh, talk about uh, Obama and the federal right. government talking about. Yep. So they, he tried to get in and justify Clyde Bundy until he found out what Clyde Bundy was all about. A chicken with his head cut off. Let me, let, me, but, uh, let me explain to the people there and just explain to the people who Clive and Bundy was. Joel, you, you probably don't even know what we're, who we're, we're referring to, right? No. Clive and Bundy was the head or the owner of Bundy Ranch in Nevada. And there was this big, big uh, controversy between the militia on the Bundy Ranch, of which some of the Bundy ranchers were part of the militia. They had guns, and they were for individual rights and property rights, which were um, being impringed upon, impinged upon by the BLM. Not the Black Lives Matter movement, but the Bureau of Land Management. And so they were fighting for their rights, or standing for their rights armed, and the media is against them because they hate the Second Amendment, they hate conservatives, they hate white men. And so, Clive and Bundy, there was this footage that came out of Clive and Bundy giving a nice talk. He's like a Christian man, I think. And he said, you know, I have often thought that black people were better off under slavery than they are today with welfare and the crime out of control, their families out of control, they're not happy, they're not... Uh, they're miserable, they're not working, and that is a beautiful, loving, true statement, and, you know, some people got scared, like Sean Hannity and uh, Glenn Beck, but they were wrong to be cowardly running away from that true statement. That's a true statement. Blacks are worse off today than 
than ever morally well, in America. Well, you trade places with one of the slaves if you think it was a picnic. Uh, maybe you should. You maybe you. Slave. Maybe you should. It might be a wake up call. Why don't call. you try? You want to justify it? You want to? Why, why, why should I try it? Why should that? I try it? I'm not the one who hates why? America and why? white. By the way, you never answered why? my question. What's wrong with it? Is it something you never, wrong with being a slave? I don't know. I'm. I'm not really what, sure. I don't think it's against being a slave. I don't think it's really ideal. Every time you get a chance. I don't think it's really ideal. But you guys are so melodramatic and you resentful about it. Shut the hell up, you stupid <laughs> idiot. So, Earl, but, uh, you, said, you said that Sheriff Joe Arpaio loves my white America. Do you love my white America? Do I love your white America? Yeah, do you love white America? Well, I don't love it. I live in it. <laughs> I think it can be more perfect. I think it's striving to be. But, oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> that's going to take... That's going to take... A lot more times and a lot more lifetimes than I have. Are you a communist? Uh, but uh, the uh, and and that that that, that uh, scenario you put you talked about Clive Bundy. Yeah, it was a beautiful statement of love. That was the most clownish lie spin I ever heard. So how about the morality? Judges, how about judges that ruled against him that he was on federal land? Yeah, and, but he had the he right to be. Hold seat. on, hold on why, a minute, why Earl. Why leave that out? Earl. Why did you leave that out, uh, Earl. Uh, uh, James? Earl, federal land is what? our, BLM is our land. That belongs to us, all of us. But he, but, uh, no buts. It's separate. You can't do everything. Just like, uh, uh, certain areas, uh, federal land, you can't, you can't mine them. You can't drill on. He was just grazing. Hold on, hold on. Earl, he uh, was just grazing his horses, and they were trying to well, charge him. Well, was wrong. No, I don't know if it he was, was wrong. I don't know if he was wrong. There's a bunch of... Of course you don't know he was wrong. You justify everything. Of course. And by the way... I should. And by the way, uh -huh. uh, anybody who justifies uh, uh, Dylan Roof must have to be praised. Praise mine and so forth. Who do, who and, justified and so Dylan on. Roof? Who justified Dylan Roof? Yeah, uh, uh, justify making excuses for what he did. Who who made and excuses? If, if, if any reason justified you and Jesse? Who? No, we didn't. Crazy. No, we did not. Say what? We did not. We just caught. We just pointed to what the what the situation was that led to him getting angry and out of control. No, you just pointed out. That's like every racist has a reason. That exactly. Right. Exactly. If you if you if you hate somebody for their color, nobody hates anybody for their color. Nobody hates anybody so for their color, Earl. Just because they're just because you can you can just you can make up a reason for it doesn't justify it. It's not a made up reason though, Earl. There is an attack on whites. And black-on-white crime is disproportionate, and the media do smear whites only, and, um, you know, the blacks are being used for destruction. Case in point, you. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, oh, Earl, I gotta, I gotta go. You're not even celebrating Independence Day. Take care, man. Uh, I'll let you do it. All right. Have a nice white history month, man. I celebrate every day as independent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Take care. Adios, amigos. Adios. Man. Let me get to Samuel out of Sweden. A nice contrast.
to the bitter tongue of Earl. Samuel, Sweden, how are Hi. you? I'm doing well, and uh, I have to say, have a great uh, Independence Day tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, um, you know, I called actually because I wanted to thank you for something you said earlier when you was the expert on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And uh, you said something about, because Jesse asked uh, if there is perfection, and you quoted the Bible. Right. Talk about uh, loving your neighbor. Yeah. And I started to, and that hit me like a, well, I don't know an American expression. Anyway, what happened was that I realized that I have tough love to other people, but I don't use that so much on myself. Uh, especially lately, I've been uh, kind of relaxed, done less training, eating more food. And I was like, wait, wait, I must, <laughs> I don't love myself if I, if, I don't, uh, if I don't have tough love on myself. Yeah. Because that's, that's you know, that's the, it, when they say love in the Bible, it's not like uh, wimpy love, it's like tough love. Right. So, and I'm, um, so, you know, I, I can fetch shame myself when I start, uh, you know, push myself to, uh, uh, you know, to get better care of myself. That's good, man. Even if it's, even if, if it's vacation in summer. You know, it's no excuse to uh, be lazy. Right. That's a good. That's a good lesson. Right on. And yeah. that's going to improve the white history that we create. If you're yeah, healthy and, and and building a right life, that's cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you have to be tough on yourself. Yeah, I, it's actually another question, and that's question. Another thing, and that's um, I don't know if you saw. Uh, Seen my last video? It was a short video about a Swedish king. Anyway, I've been thinking about this. Uh, this about old historic figures, like founding fathers and uh, uh, kings and the rulers and people that have been important. And I realized that the only memory of a person that really respected and loved uh, the historical people in Sweden was my first teacher. And uh, if she lived today, she would be over 100 years old. Wow. But when, I, when she talked in the first classes about uh, different kings and things like that, I could see in her eye how she had this patriotic, uh, almost like a child, uh, respect and admire yeah. uh, these per persons. And after that, I have never seen it. I have not seen it in my parents, in any other teachers, younger teachers, even if they are old today. I mean, it was like that really old generation. They had a real love for the old, important people. And, and yeah. another thing I just want to mention here is that all these uh, young morons right now that want to tear down the statues <laughs> and change history, yeah. they... They are even if even if the, these historical people had slaves or whatever, they are much better people, much more honorable people than this new generation ever have been. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly yeah. what I've been saying too, man. I totally yeah, agree. I just, I just realized that even 
now there's a king uh, that uh, actually sold slaves. Uh, he, he helped uh, the slave trade and sent slaves to America. Uh-huh. I don't remember his name here, but I was thinking perhaps I could do a short book about it. Anyway, he, he's very famous in Sweden for other things, not slaves. Anyway, but I sort of think, I mean, I'm certain that he had a very uh, much better character when you come if you compare to a modern person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people were just stronger back then. Exactly. Just look at what your um, that older teacher who expressed love and admiration for the um, founding fathers, I guess, of Sweden, compared to the people that you are around today. So. The people, the way that they were back then, we don't have any idea. But you can tell, like, generations change pretty drastically, especially nowadays. And so it is, it's, it's pretty wild what the difference is. And I think it, would, it could be eye-opening if we had the chance to interact with these older generations. This is why you're supposed to respect... Or show, I don't know, appreciation for the people who've lived a long life that sometimes they have more wisdom and more, and they have a mindset that is different and could be instructive for us. So that's cool, man. I'm glad that you caught that from her, from that old teacher that you had. That's that nice. That was probably the only good thing about her. <laughs> she was a horrible person, <laughs> the other way. Right. But I do, I, but you know that's something that she grew up with and i don't really now when i start to look at historical figures i just realize i don't have that love and respect put in me like people had right hundred years ago yeah there's this dismissive um propaganda against the south oh they're losers they say so they say you know the scum of the earth people who hate america refer to them as losers and pretend that they love America, they fly the American flag. And there's a there's a dismissiveness towards Jesus, towards the Christians, towards the founding fathers. You know, there's this self-righteous uh, smearing of them over slavery and all that madness. It's ridiculous. These pe- And none of these people who are doing this, they're all shallow people. None of them are respectable people. You know, yeah. there is a man who um, is kind of old school. He's black. He's a liberal. He is a sucker. Like, kind of like what you said about this teacher who, other than being patriotic, was a horrible person. His name is Leo, Leo Terrell. He's argued with Jesse Lee Peterson. He's stormed off the set in interviews with Jesse Lee Peterson before, or debates. And even he... Because maybe because he's older, he's not so off the deep end stupid. Is talking about if the election were today, he would vote for Trump because this defund the police and abolish the police stuff is destructive to to America and to the people. And so, if he had any sense, if he had real sense, he would be voting for Trump no matter what, not for Biden. <laughs> but. I think that this evil is overstepping right now. And it's because we have a man in office like Trump who is causing them to overstep because he's just being real, his normal, real self. And that's bringing out the worst in them, which is eye-opening 
because to the people who are seeing this evil and being like, oh my gosh. And they say, Trump isn't waking me up, but this evil is waking me up. But Trump is bringing the evil out of them. And, you know, all the people who are standing up for what's right and not setting a bad example, they're setting a good example. And then these people are setting a horrible example. So it's nice that um, these people, I think, are overstepping and, and waking a lot of people up, hopefully. Hopefully enough for a good outcome for the election. But more than that, we need people to change within the culture. More important than the election. So, nice. Appreciate you, Samuel. Yeah, okay. Have, have a great, once again, have a great Independence Day. I know it's important for yeah. you Americans to, to have that day. We don't have a similar day in Sweden, so I don't really know the feeling, uh, the patriotic feeling, but uh, yeah. I understand it's important. Yeah. Thank you, Samuel. Appreciate that, man. Take care. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's... Because you, uh, imagine, I mean, it's kind of like today, we have a government that is oppressive of the people. It's not about what's right. It oppresses the men. It oppresses the whites. It pretends to love the blacks, and it doesn't. It pretends to love the women, and it doesn't. It pretends to be about the children, and it doesn't. What a mess. And... And uh, they make the point in the Declaration of Independence that most men would rather just suffer than to go through the trouble of overturning the government. Because until the suffering gets too unreasonable. But these people who are trying to overthrow the government right now, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they are just nasty. They should be overthrowing their own selves. But they're not. Blind. Um, let me get to Richard out of North Carolina. He's been on hold a while. Richard, what's up? Hey. Hey. What's up, my white brother? Not much. How are How's you? Going? Happy happy uh, White History Month. Same to you. In the forest. Thank and, you. And I just wanted to say something to Earl. Are you ready? You ready? Beta! <laughs> but anyhow. Yeah. Um, Isn't it so... I, re- I, I, it's such I, a shame. I, a grown man... Oh, he claims for Trump. Tired. He for Trump. He just has. To, he's he's going to vote for Trump. I hope so. That'd be nice. <laughs> but anyhow, I was saying I was talking to a couple of Zeds today at the local grocery store, and and I always had hope in the Zeds because they seem a little bit open, more open-minded than the millennials. Zeds. Oh, the millennials Zed, Zeds. Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Z. I, I don't. You know, I have a name for. All right. Yeah. Zoomers. Zeds. Yeah, millennials. All right. For the most part, but Zeds. I think I have hope for because most of the time you can talk to them and they won't call you a racist. Oh right, yeah. But I did have a I did have some two people I talked to and one of them was kind of disconcerting. She says, "Why should I celebrate the fourth? And I, and I said, "I said you're American, right?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "In only in this country can you be successful and not have your race or your sex be the considering factor." Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's an opportunity, equal opportunity. You know, the outcome has to be yours, but you have the equal opportunity. Yeah, you probably have a better opportunity, in fact. Yeah, I told her you're in the greatest country because she said, "I don't know if I want to celebrate." And I say, so "Your your sister's 13 years old. It's her birthday tomorrow. You should uh-huh. celebrate both." What a, what a day to have your <laughs> birthday on is on the fourth. Yeah, that's nice. But. But for the most part, I have hope for Zeds because a lot of them are more, more respectful, and, and they don't like the millennials either. So, you right. Know, 
Yeah, so, you know, um, people don't appreciate what they have, and they don't realize what they have, so no. they're just blind. So yeah, that's cool that you were able to uh, yeah. talk a little bit. Well, how did she respond when you said that? She was kind of she was kind of shocked. I asked her, "What do you? So you're 17?" She said. She said she was 17. I said, "What do you want to be? An MBA?" I said, "Great." You know, uh, you can like a master's of business. Yeah, you could do an MBA, and you can be, and you can be a mother. You know, this is what a great country you live in. There. You have a choice to be those things. Yeah. You know, then be and be both great, both things, and have an opportunity to do both things. Yep. That's. And, but anyhow, you know, but I mean, you but know, that's such can, it's huh? it's so crazy. This brainwashing about women chasing education and career and and madness. I know. I know. It's just I really delaying that both, but it is. You can't do it though. You're right. It's just delaying their, uh, you know. Settling down, having kids, and the men are, you know, held back from maturity and independence. Speaking I, I of independence, a, I, had a, I had a friend who was in, who was a pre med, and he was so funny. Mike, he went up to me one day in the gym, and he said, "Dude, dude, this thirty-seven year old, and he knows her. This thirty-seven year old keeps on getting all over me, every like that, like she wants to marry." He says, "Dude, she's thirty-seven. She yeah. says her biological clock is ticking." He says, "Oh, really?" I said, "Mike, I said you're pre-med. You know better, you dog. <laughs> you know this is the same guy that made me do condom runs down for the CVS." Wow. And he's an African American man. It's so funny. Yeah. He's a real nice kid, real successful. He didn't look at skin color or anything like that. And he, oh my God, the white women he got. He always got these beautiful white women, and I'm just all like, "You are the main man. You got to teach me how to get women." That's funny. You know that? <laughs> You know, it's so. it's such a shame that like nice, you know, halfway decent people are so degenerate nowadays. I was shocked at you know how the gen- you talked about Gen Z being more sensible, hopefully. but hopefully, yeah. ah, but it is shocking how many of them, even the good kids, have done all kinds of crazy drugs. I was I used to host my show with Joel and Esteban. And mm-hmm. they had taken all kinds of these crazy drugs. Well, Joel's still millennial, but Esteban, I guess he's youngest millennial that you could be, but he's also like, he identifies he? with the Gen Z. He's 20, like four, I guess. No, no, he's a millennial. Okay. Gen Z is the latest can be 20 or barely almost 21 now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, there's all kinds of different standards. It depends who you ask, really. Well, most of the time, the Zeds are 18. This, turned, this is the first election they've ever voted in. So okay. that's usually what makes them uh, a Zed, is the, the ability to vote in this election. All right. So, um, yeah, anyways, wanted, man, it's, pl- oh, these, people, these people are just so, like, into... Like, it's so foreign to them, even that you're not even supposed to have sex out of wedlock. But that's, it's encouraging, though, because Jesse's message is getting through. That was another thing that I learned at the Men's Forum. Was I'm, that I'm all these guys are um, stopping the sex out of wedlock, and in some cases the girlfriends are getting mad and breaking up with them, or they're breaking oh, up with the girlfriends because the mask comes off. But baby. it's nice. Hey, I did want to say something real quick. Um, on Facebook, I think I sent you a link, but it's uh, Joe Biden if he was a cat, and it's funny as hell. It's this hairless cat getting all comfy with this other cat, like Joe Biden would be sniffing people. Wow. You know that? Oh, okay. It's so it's Creepy. Ridiculous. It's got this hot, you know, like RRB music in the background. You know that? You know, man, what's, creep- what's really creepy about Joe Biden, though, is his <laughs> hatred towards America and towards white people yeah. and towards what's right yeah. and his pretense that he loves blacks. It's That's what's really creepy. Maybe, maybe and women. On the bridge, 
in front of the African American chain, great uh, both the African Americans go chains. Oh yeah, <laughs> put you all back in chains. <laughs> I appreciate it, Richard. Happy okay, White History care. Month and Happy Independence yeah, Day. Take too. care. All right, you too, man. All right. Wow. Okay. So before I get back to calls, I want to present to you guys the call of the week. And I'm just going to describe how it went. This South Africa caller on Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. That was just this past Tuesday. I thought it was Wednesday, actually, but I had lost track. I think it was Tuesday. Sheldon from South Africa. And he talked and he, he sounded like he had sort of an Indian accent. And I didn't know whether he was white or black or what. Later he told me that he, was, he would be considered colored. C-O-L-O-U-R-E-D. That they have white, black, and colored are the primary three races in South Africa, right? I guess that means they're mixed or they're maybe, I don't know what. But, and he got cut off at the tail end of the call. I had him on for over 10 minutes. But he talked about how in South Africa, the police have been or had been weakened. And how the people, as a result, including the whites and maybe especially the whites, unprotected and you notice that more people are getting away with crimes with the police being hamstrung the crimes are happening at a greater rate murder rates spike after the attacks on police regularly it's called the Ferguson effect it happened after the Ferguson riots in which Michael Brown tried to kill office former officer Darren Wilson Darren Wilson shot and killed him in self-defense the people they acted like they were going to do a grand jury. The grand jury declined to charge Darren Wilson because the evidence showed it was self-defense. That it was not uh, a bad call in him shooting um, Michael Brown to death. Michael Brown was charging him. But um, there have been all these attacks on the police. Black Lives Matter hates cops. The people in the Democrat politicians hate cops. The Rhino Republicans hate cops. Even um, the only black Republican senator, Tim Scott, hates cops. And the reason I say that is because he's complaining about this um, driving while black thing and giving credence to the false notion of black victimhood when the bigger problem, the more urgent problem, the bigger, the big picture, if to anyone who's not blind, is dealing with the black culture. You don't have to deal with the... You can deal with the cops, I guess. But not at the federal level. The federal level is trying to do police reform on local police. It's a local issue. At most, it's a state issue. But the state, you know, is filled with rhinos and Democrats and, you know, cucks. People who betray what's right in favor of phony social justice. Social justice simps. Oh my gosh, there was a white guy. And I say it dismissively like that because he's supposed to be a conservative. He's hated on, you know, these groipers, the young guys who are the Zoomers, who um, want to bring their Catholics and Christians and conservatives who want to bring back morality. And they don't shy away from the race thing. They're, um, a lot of them are white or pro-white. Some of them are colored, but they're pro-white. Um, th some of, a lot of so-called conservatives smear these guys when they're hypocrites. They <laughs> joke around about race, too, or have in the past. 
And this guy's groveling about having joked around in, as a teenager and saying, Oh, I'm sorry to anyone I've hurt. You didn't hurt anybody, you just joked around about race in the past. It's, jo it's jokes. The N-word is not, no big deal. Nobody cares about it except to punish the whites. Man, I saw this, this billboard by this guy named uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher is, is not, uh, you know, he's not, a, he's, I think his mother was Jewish. He's an atheist, anti-Christian, but he sort of speaks his mind, so he's sort of respected amongst a lot of people. He's a comedian. He has this talk show. Jesse Lee Peterson has been on his talk show back uh, years ago. But he was interviewing this rhino Republican, never Trumper guy named Ben Sass, a young, sort of youngish um, representative, I guess he is, or senator. Yeah, he's a senator. And um, Ben Sass is talking about, oh, the fields in whatever state he's from in the Midwest. Cornfields, I think. And says, oh, yeah, we'll take you out there and we'll work the fields a little bit. And then um, Bill Maher says, Senator, I'm a house N-word. <laughs> and he says the actual N-word, which I'm not going to repeat because, you know, DLive doesn't like it. YouTube doesn't like it. So out of respect for them and respect for myself, I don't want to get kicked off the platform. I won't say it. And a lot of, I don't know, whatever. I stopped. I tried to stop saying it, right? I've stopped saying it for the most part. <laughs> but anyways, he says that he has black girlfriends, this Bill Maher guy. I don't think he's ever been married. Kind of a degenerate guy, but, you know, he's very free with the N-word. And it's no harm. It was funny. Or even if you didn't think it's funny, you don't care. But uh, Ben Sass betrays him. He says, I should have taken it more seriously and told him that's not appropriate. Ben Sass. What a total betraying of what's right. Not only betraying of whites, because whites do have a right to say that word, and they should stand up for their right to say the word, or have, you know, without getting punished, right? I mean, punished any more than a, a black would get punished for saying it, right? For equal justice under the law and under the, uh, the court of public opinion, right? But no, he betrays Bill Maher. He betrays the whites. He betrays what's right. And uh, Bill Maher apologized for it, too, I think. And then I see this billboard. So that was a couple of years ago. I see this billboard, and it's Bill Maher looking all like he's some thinks he's something. And it says, as unapologetic as ever. I'm like, I drive by it, and I'm like, yeah. Except when you say the N-word, Bill Maher. What a, a cuck betraying what's right, which is you have the freedom of speech, even if it's mildly inappropriate, right? in favor of your your job and these founding fathers they they put on the line their lives their fortunes They're, these people are not willing to put their fortunes on their line and their sacred honor this guy forsake his sacred honor to grovel in front of the blacks and the politically correct people and so that's what's happened in South Africa the police were weakened and so the whites are under attack the decent people are under attack. The murder rate is through the roof. It's as bad as any of our worst cities in South Africa, the murder rate. And uh, it's happening in America, too. And he sees it happening, and it's crazy to him. 
And he's, this man's not even white, he's, he's, but he's for what's right. Sheldon from South Africa. Society's breaking down, can't keep people out, illegal people in there, so-called undocumented or illegally. All kinds of stuff happening in South Africa and America. What a mess. Marie May Begolet. Or, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name right. I wish I knew how to pronounce it. But thank you for the diamond. And Polly J, thank you for the diamonds. And Shaggy Boy, nice. Uh, Noah's Arkansas says, Earl, go buy sweet potato pie and celebrate the 4th. That reminds me, I want to I wanna transfer something for the bottom of the hour. For uh, Joel to play, hopefully. Hmm, let's see. Just a nice song. I don't know if um, I'll get a copyright claim on it, but I want to play it for you anyway. Take the, uh, take the chance. I think it's a nice song. It's an old folk song by a man from the South named David Eugene Edwards. His group was called, I don't know if it was a group, but called 16 Horsepower. Christian band. <laughs> He's the son of a fire and brimstone teach preacher. As I understand, but he sings this um, beautiful or nice uh, folk song, American folk song from the 18, like 1848 was the first time that they have it recorded being as having surfaced. I don't know, um, but hopefully at the top of the hour we will be playing Wayfaring Stranger. See if it, see if I dragged it in properly. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to do that. Anyways, let me quickly, before the top of the hour, get to Sean out of Santa Fe Springs, California. Beautiful area. First time caller. Well, it's a hit and miss area, but I like that area. Santa Fe Springs, California. Sean, thanks for holding, man. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, nothing much. It's White History Month, and it's the 4th of, almost the 4th of July, Independence Day. That's my favorite holiday, man. Yeah, it's a great holiday. Well, as a kid, you know, I always like Fourth of July better than all the rest of the holidays. I mean, even though Christmas, you know, kids get all the presents, but Fourth right. of July was just my my favorite. Nice, that's cool. Anyway, I respect that. I was I was calling in because you know we always hear the media and all these all these leftist um, politicians and people on on, on the news saying how America is systemically racist. Yeah. And I, I, I think there's a lot of truth to it, because, but it's all coming from the left. You know, they're like the, they're like the kid at school that says, hey, he called your mom fat. You're going <laughs> to fight him, you're going to fight him. And next thing you know, an hour later, everyone in school is talking about, oh, there's a fight after school, there's a fight after school. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what the Democrats are doing. They're... they're and they've been doing everything they accuse Trump of doing, they've actually done. Yeah, it is. That is so common. It is so... You're so right about that. The, there was something that I read in Hake News, I think yesterday, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is them to a T. What they're accusing us of, or what they're accusing the decent people, whether it's Trump or whoever, is what they're doing dividing and destroying and hurting and hating. And, oh, yeah, it was this whole movement. There's this whole movement 
with um, put on by Color of Change, NAACP, ADL. Um, hold on, just telling Joelle something. Um, is it, I put another clip inside my folder. You'll see, well, one, I put a clip inside the folder. <laughs> it's Wayfaring Stranger, 16 horsepower. Um, the ADL, the NAACP, Color of Change, and a bunch of trash organizations like that have this campaign ca- called Stop Hate for Profit. Isn't that rich? These people are pushing hate, and they're making money off of imaginary, accusing other people of hate when they're the ones hateful, and they hate yeah, their that, own. That- that's like a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I got this program that you that you should check out, you know. Right. It takes them back to um to doing more drugs. Yep, exactly. Man, Sean, that's a good point. I got to run. I've I'm at the top of the hour even though we started late. I have to end uh do a well, I'm not ending. I'm going to I'm going to take a break. And hey, come well, back. Don't, don't, wear, don't wear any more V-neck. Oh, I don't tend to wear V-necks. Am I wearing? I know. I'm just giving you trouble, man. <laughs> okay, appreciate that, man. I have worn a V-neck on camera before, but it's not the ones that go deep. I don't like to show my chest hairs. Extra for betas. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sean. Appreciate you, man. Happy Independence Day. Have a good Happy weekend. Happy America Day. Yeah. Are you are you able to come to church on Sunday? Have you been? Man, I haven't. I, I want to make, because I work from home, I, I print t-shirts. I'm going to print print you and Jesse uh, a couple shirts. Just right your sizes that way when I want to have. Say that again. Oh, Sean cut out. Sean, call the office 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, you can, or uh, our local number, 323-782-1980. I'm heading into my second hour. Sean somehow disconnected. But um, I have some more information about, like, temptation to hate. I got more Super Chats to read, more calls to get to, hang tight. Richie, wow. Bible go-to guy, Rick, and the rest of you guys. I have a beautiful song to introduce to you, and hopefully I don't get copy striked. I don't think I will. Um, enjoy this, and I'll be back in a few.
Good morning, past, present, future. <laughs> Was that intro song, that little brief intro song from past, present, future? Oh, it's the Hague Report. Was that a little too quiet? Press three if it was a little too quiet. I think it was. I'll try to make it louder for, uh, for future, past, for past, present, future. <laughs> Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. That was 16 horsepower singing Wayfaring Stranger. I think it was live. I have, somehow I had it in my iTunes. And I had to share it because I was thinking, oh, White History Month, and it's 4th of July, and it's just a nice, but it's kind of a sort of depressing sort of song, right? Were you, uh, yeah, I see a lot of threes. It was, that part was, the, uh, the Hague Report thing was too quiet. Sorry about that, guys, but thank you for the feedback. We'll get it, we'll get it fixed. Anyways, this is the second hour of the Hague Report. I did start late, but I have to stay on track. Yes, uh, this this morning we had a crazy incident with the computer. So anyways, it is the 4th of July coming up. It's Independence Day observed today since the 4th of July is falling on a Saturday this year. That is Independence Day of America. And the people had to fight for their freedom and independence from the Brits. And then you know, the South wanted to fight for their freedom and independence from the North <laughs> or from the federal government, right? But we didn't let that happen. Um, and now we're a country that wants to stay united, but there's a whole lot of people who hate the country and want to take it down from within. And I have, there is a temptation to hate them, and then I will get to calls. Just want to briefly talk about this guy or a couple of people. Um, over the weekend, this weekend, activists are preparing to storm Washington, D.C., which is really a degenerate city, as I understand. I've been there, but I haven't been there at night. <laughs> For Independence Day, they want to do these protests, right? I covered this in Hake News, end of hour two today. Speaking of Satan playing both sides, which was a point made by one of the men in the men's forum. This is a man... That Satan tempts me to hate. <laughs> Lord, help me. This agitator named Christian Tabash. Christian Tabash. And I tried to find out like what he is. Is he black? Is he white? Is he Jewish? Is he Arab? Is he Palestinian? I can't tell. 
His first name is Christian, and I saw something like an athlete, old athletic like college or high school picture of him with a cross on his over around his neck. So he's probably one of those liberal Christians, if he is a Christian, or maybe he's renounced his Christi- Christi- Christianity. He's pro-Palestine. He led an anti-Israel march. But don't get excited, you Israel haters or you Israel critics, because this man is not on your side. <laughs> so don't side with him. This man said that the Palestinian movement, you know, the the Palestinians are the ones who are fighting, or or some of the people who are fighting with the Israelis um, over some land, right? Well, this man says that the Palestinian movement is intrinsically linked to Black Lives Matter. I told you. That's according to Washington Examiner. That's Christian Tabash. And I think he goes to Harvard or went to Harvard or wrote for some Harvard thing or something. But he, listen to this quote, right? This should debunk any credence that you uh, Jew critics <laughs> might be tempted to give to him. He says, what is Independence Day to black folks? He sounds like he's, that, like Earl would be listening to a scumbag like this guy. Or agree with a scumbag like this guy. What is Independence Day to honestly anyone but the white economic elite on that day? Well, today, Independence Day is for all Americans. So don't be a sucker. Well, that's what I say. But this is what Tabash asked, recalling July 4th, 1776, right? Which was for these free white men to become America. Which is the basis for him being allowed to say this crap. He says, poor folks and women couldn't even vote. It's a hoax. And so what if poor folks and women couldn't vote? They might not have voted um, logically back then. They certainly don't today. What does he care about blacks or women? This man doesn't care. This is just posturing. They, uh, blacks and women have never had it so good than in America today, at least on a physical level. Very rich. Most people live like kings today, right? But not spiritually. Spiritually, yeah, they are maybe the worst that we America, Americans today, most of us, are in a very spiritually low place, right? But it's not because of the white elite from those days. If anything, it's in spite of those people. It's a disgrace to those people. They'd be rolling over in their grave if they knew what uh, we've been doing with this country. How we've been squandering our freedom. What a shame. So, uh, that's that's one man that you may be, I don't know, if you're like me, you may be tempted to hate him. There's another woman... Oh, did I, did you, were you able to show any pictures? I don't know if I got any actual pictures of that Christian Tabash guy. But there's a Twitter picture of him and a Twitter profile pic of him. Um, posing in front of a Black Lives Matter graffiti. And I don't know if he's, I don't know what he is, like I said. But regardless, I can tell morally... He's a brainwashed sucker. A useful idiot leading other useful idiots, right? What a shame. Um, Here's another one. This lady, uh, what's her name? Eleanor Holmes Norton, who's been in the government way too long. Afro lady. (laughs) 
Well, she doesn't have big hair anymore. She barely has hair anymore. A horrific person. There's this dumb website. She's beautiful when she's angry. Uh-uh. Should not be encouraging that. Uh, this lady is a rep... <laughs> Joelle showing her hair. Looks dyed to me. Looks too reddish to be natural. This is a black woman. Old, been in the government for too long. She protested against Bill Clinton being uh, impeached. And she is, uh, on Thursday, she introduced legislation to have the statue, the Emancipation Statue, removed from the park and placed in a museum. This woman. And she takes the side of Bill Clinton, and she's an evil person. A wolf in sheep's clothing, pretending to be for the blacks. And the Washington, D.C. mayor, Muriel Bowser, I don't have a picture of her, but we've shown pictures of her. Yeah, she was all sweet looking as a young lady. Had imitation white girl hair and then turned... <laughs> and turned wild. <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, Frederick Douglass was there on site when they had the uh, Emancipation Proclamation thing. And, um... I don't, Earl from Michigan was saying, ooh, Frederick Douglass, citing Frederick Douglass as though he's, because I think Frederick Douglass, compared to Earl, would be considered quite conservative. But Earl is okay with abortion. He's okay with the homosexuals. <laughs> not that he's okay with it. He, he kisses up and pretends like it's fine. It's not fine. But he hates America. He, he hates... Um, he doesn't see that the independence of the white Americans in the uh, early days of America led to better days for him. Had they not done that, where would he be? I don't know. <laughs> but he's a miserable person. Or at least he pretends to be. So he must be, right? If, he's, if you think it's a good, a good idea to pretend to be. He is not a paid caller. <laughs> people, people have all kinds of wild speculation about reality. It's so funny. They come up with all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories. That's how I know that um, you can't really believe a lot of the people who, who you know, they say conspiracy theory was come up, came up, was come up with by the uh, CIA to discredit people who have, who come up with valid. Conspiracies, who, who expose the valid conspiracies, because there are crazy, evil people conspiring against America, right? Well, there are people that take the joke too far and just go into speculation. And they'll just say stuff as though it's true and it's not true. I hear it and see it all the time. You can be working for a man... And then just the next day, just smear him and say stuff that's so not true. And you, sometimes, in some cases, you can even be convinced that it's true. Satan talking, huh? That's how I know that um, I don't need to believe women <laughs> who accuse. I don't need to believe anybody who accuses. Accusations are not evidence no matter how many accusations there are. A lot of people think, oh, there is such and such number of accusations against Derek Chauvin, the guy who had the knee on the neck. Maybe he was a little rough. I don't know. 
you know, in these prior instances in which he got um, accusations against him. But in a lot of cases, being a little rough isn't worth... Um, sometimes it's right to be rough, right? <laughs> I don't know. And um, accusations against Bill Cosby. 60 women. That just means there's 60 disgruntled women, right? Mean, vindictive, nasty people. So, accusations are not evidence. And don't fall for this speculation. Stick with what you know. Let me get to a man who's a friend of the show. And been on hold for quite some time. Richie out of Boston, Massachusetts. Richie, it's nice to hear from you. Richie, how are you doing? How you doing, James? Happy White History Month and happy 4th of July to everybody. Happy White History Month to you and happy Independence Day. Beta boot camp. That's nice. How you doing, James? Congratulations on the extra hour. You worked hard for it, brother. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, White History Month of 2019, I believe, was when I started to go live every day. I think I was only doing Sundays and then Sundays and Thursdays. And then I think White History Month of 2019 was when I started going every day. And so White History Month 2020, hake two hours. Nice. Appreciate all the support and the requests for two hours from you guys. It's Thanks, a, man. It's a natural progression, James, surrounded by White History Month and Independence Day. How ironic. Yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> James, what I wanted to get into real quick was, like, I think that this is, like, a little period of, you know, A, morons, show us what you got. Now they're going to rip statues down and complain about everything and yeah. blah, 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 whatever. And you know what's happening right now? And I mentioned this to Nick, and Nick mentioned it. Everybody doesn't like it. There's about 2.4% of the people out there that actually like this. Yeah. But it's absolutely pure insanity. Is that a, is that a, is that a number that you actually saw two point four percent, or is no, that your is that your guesstimation? It's my own scientific guesstimation. All right, ran by the people at the boot camp. <laughs> right on. It's it's probably more valid than these polls that say seventy four percent of people support Black Lives Matter. James, it probably is, and I mean, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how. You know, you got all these truthers on MSNBC and CNN and all the ridiculous news channels. How many of them have actually mentioned that Black Lives Matter is run by self-admitted Marxists? Right. They don't. How many? Because they, they because they're sympathetic to the Marxists. They are Marxists themselves. Even if even if they don't call themselves that by name, that's what they are. But and Marxism when, is when, evil. It's atheistic. When, it's anti-white, anti-Christian. Once the useful idiots hear that it's actually Marxism, the useful idiots will become no longer useful. Right. They yep. will run to the hills. And you know what? I think it's just our job to keep saying it, keep saying it, and keep saying it. While all the statues are getting ripped down, while people are rioting, while, while people that hate this country take over cities. Yeah. Run actually by Democrats, yep. mayors, governors, <laughs> and district attorneys that are for the lack of a better term, female, black, yeah. you know, they just hate this country. Right. You know, it, and I don't, I don't get it, but this is what I do get. I ask myself this, why are we letting it go on? People need to be shown it. People need to be shown that if this is what you vote for in November, 
This is what you get. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's and, why I don't really mind Trump allowing it to go on. I mean, for one, I don't know what would happen if he were to uh, go in to, go in quickly and put out the mess because he would get a whole lot of blowback. You're being police. You're being bruta- brutal. You're, you're being, being brutal. Bully. You're being a bully. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. He, he offers and, the help. He offers the help. They deny it, and no one yep. says, "Okay, enjoy it." Yeah, enjoy and, it. And you know that's a that is a shame on the local people who elected these scumbags. And it's a shame and on the, and it's also a shame the people who are allowing this to happen because the people who are allowing this to happen agree with the radicals, and um, it's also a shame on the Republicans, the local Republicans who want to stay politically correct and kiss up to this political correctness, because yeah, but, but, they but, but, but like the Dan Crenshaws, yeah, and you know half of the people that I used to respect on Fox. Right. I'd rather keep a picture on Instagram with an American flag shirt instead of saying, what are you talking about? Yep. You know, yeah, we need to... But you know what? But then I come back to, this is what it's really all about. We know who's on our side, James, and who isn't every day. Yeah. If we shut them out for a minute, open our eyes, open our ears, and then just see and hear actually what is going on. Totally true. Yeah, that and is. We that's, have to do it for a minute. And that's then nice. Because Trump is exposing people. He exposes <laughs> his friends and his enemies, and the enemies of of America and the friends of America. It's nice. He's allowing them to expose themselves. Yep. <laughs> and he doesn't have to do anything. And all he's ever done was, hey, if you need a hand, I'll help you out. Right. And know what they say? No, we got it. Yeah. We got it. And you know what he says? Yeah, you got it, all right. It's the same thing with these social media companies. They're leftists. They are far left. They hate them. They hate America. They betray America. They don't support the First Amendment. They don't have the principle. They don't have the spirit of the freedom of speech. They cater to the hate speech laws of Europe, which is a betrayal of Europe, honestly. And uh, um, and, and then and they're James. they're getting pushed around by the. Ev- even more extreme far left, color of change, NAACP, ADL, well, scum of the earth. Stop. They never stop. Yep. They, they, we, you, they're never satisfied. You give them something, it's, on, it's immediately on to the next thing. And you know what? If we just kick back and relax, they're going to start to eat themselves. They already have. Well, I'll tell you, man. We have already to, themselves. We also have to hold these organizations, these um, corporations, these big companies accountable because they're supporting this crap, this stuff. Well, that, it, like with the Washington Redskins, FedEx already is demanding the Washington Redskins for them to change their name. Yeah. Federal Express. So if anybody's going to send ship something, you might want to think twice about using Federal Express because this is what they're doing. Yep. It is, here's, here a a short list, uh, a a smattering of the 400 companies that are aligning with the, these scum of the earth organizations. They're boycotting Facebook in order to so-called stop hate online, which means stop people like you from telling the truth on social media, right? This is They already got me on Twitter, James, you know that. Right. Well, listen to these organizations. (laughs) This is, these are the companies, the big brands that are in favor of Black Lives Matter against America, right? 
Hershey's, Pfizer, Levi Strauss, Coca-Cola, Unilever, Starbucks, Adidas, Ford, Ford, Lego, Target, Dunkin' Donuts, Volkswagen, Clorox, and Microsoft. That's just a few of the 400 big brands that are aligning against the First Amendment. They're yep. all scared to death of being canceled. That's what this is all about. No courage. And, but 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 if they but if they all stood together, these people would be nothing. Yeah. Yeah, these true. People, and you know what? Most of them are white. <laughs> yeah, Most maybe. Most of them are white. If thirteen percent of the country is black, eighty-seven percent of the country is put is the rest of this movement. And what <laughs> that? It's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? They're going to start to eat themselves. They can't help it because they got to eat. They got to eat. They got to eat. They're like, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. They're like the zombies on The Walking Dead. They just, they don't care who they bite. They don't care what their opinion is. Right. They got to eat. And I hate to use a crazy analogy like that, but <laughs> in these days it's true. Nothing is weird. Right. Nothing is weird. I Anything know. <laughs> That's true. It is what it is, James. And you know what? I truly, truly believe people are getting red-pilled. I think at, so. At, at levels that we, we wouldn't believe, because this has just gone to such insane level. Yeah. Richie, I gotta go, man. Appreciate right, you. Great call. James, do your thing. Congratulations on the two hours. Shout out to the chat. Brandon, if get, if get Oh, yeah. Bill, everybody in the chat, you know who you are. I'm not, I don't want to forget anybody. Skip, congrats on the hip surgery. Good job, James. Good job, guys. Love you, Nick. Love you, Joel. Love you. All right. Thank you, Richie. Speaking of Skip, I didn't know that. Congratulations, Skip, if that's true. He said he gave a diamond and said, Happy White History Month. And he gave the the fist, which is black power, but it's white fist. Right on. <laughs> or maybe it's just cheering on, right? Noah's Arkansas says, Earl, go buy sweet potato pie and celebrate the fourth. Yes, listen to Noah's Arkansas. He's wiser than you, Earl. Shaggy Boy gave a diamond. Polly J gave some diamonds. Marie May Begolet uh, says, Coin shortage is a phony. It's a push for digital. Interesting. Asmodor is hosting the show. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Asmodor gave a diamond and said, Poor men could vote so long as they owned land. Yes. White male landowners were the voters of the early days. And Jesse Lee Peterson would like that because landowners have a stake in the future of the country. And the people that make other decisions who don't understand how it works, they vote and make the landowners suffer in favor of the, um, the swamp. Gorgonzola gave a uh, diamond and said, Dis Hakes House, thank you for the show. Two thumbs up. Interesting. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate that. Asmodor gave a diamond and said, Second hour rules. I missed the first hour. Still see the show. Nice. Appreciate that. That's cool. Asmodor gave another diamond. I doubt you'll find a veteran cop without accusations. Great point. Kind of like men, right? Yes, all men have been accused. <laughs> Whether in the public or private or, you know, just de dealing with, <laughs> with women. Oh, stop harassing me. <laughs> Stop using your feminist words. Anyways, Uncle Ted 88. Hake second hour. Appreciate that. For black, oh, fat black lesbian, says Asmodor with the diamond. Thank you for the subscriptions. Turtle Bro Man. 
gifting subscriptions. That's cool. Oh, just receiving a subscription and gifting one. Nice. Uh, Marie Mabegolet says, Jay Morrison. J.M. Morrison. I'm not sure what that means, but let me know. As we're gifting subscriptions like a madman. Right on, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Before I get to the YouTube uh, super chats, of which there are many, let me get to Bible go-to guy. Long time no here. Bible go-to guy out of Los Angeles. How are you doing? Uh, well, thanks okay. for asking. Okay. <laughs> I thought you fell asleep. Long, long time. <laughs> oh, no. The show's too interesting. Nice. Long t- and, and that's what I wanted to say. Um, long time. Uh, I, I always listen, but I don't call on that often because I, I know what I think. I'd rather hear what other people think. Yeah. And, and believe, and, and I can learn more that way than just um, talking. That's a wise man. Uh, yeah, you know, um, the, the Jews were the best slaves in history. The oh, yeah? Jewish prophets, the Jewish prophets were the best slaves in history. You know why? They were sla- The prophets were slaves, too? Sometimes, huh? Oh, yeah, they went into slavery. Okay. Yeah, they went with the rest of the Jews into slavery. Yeah. Um, you know how the good were they Jews or were they the Israelites? Just well, out of Israelites, curiosity. I'm sorry. Yeah, Israelites? they were Israelites. Oh, actually, the last Jews, the last um, um, you know Israelites who went into slavery were actually Jews and Benjamin, okay. Benjamites, and and, and um, Jews is and Judah. Some, um, is that what that is? Yeah, Judah. Okay. Yes. So. Well, the reason why I say they were the best slaves is because they actually admitted, unlike the black folks and unlike the Irish and unlike the Indians, they actually took responsibility for becoming a slave onto themselves. They Interesting. Said, our corruption, yeah, our own corruption that led us to become weak enough to be conquered to become slaves. Yeah. This is what the prophets said in the Old Testament. You become a slave when you have become corrupted yourself. That's you, a good you point. You become weak, and then you become a slave. So that's why the Jews, it's, it's nice that they did become slaves, because they had become weak enough to be, to be made into slaves. Now, I'm not talking about when they were under Egypt. Right. They were good folks then. The, Egypt, the Egyptians just betrayed them. But I'm talking about in most cases, like after they had already gone into the promised land, and then they got conquered by, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the peoples that were north of them came down and conquered them after they are already a Jew, uh, an Israelite nation. Like the Syrians well, and people like that? The Syrians, yes. They admitted that is because we became corrupt, that, the, yeah. that we, you know, got conquered and, and, and were made into slaves. And the, and the people who have who been slaves after them, they don't admit that. That fact, you know, the the Irish they wear slavery on their on their sleeve like it's a badge of honor. No, it's not a badge of honor. It's a badge. It's a badge that says that you self corrupted before you were conquered. Yeah, and it's the same thing with the American Indian. They were so corrupt that it was easy to run over them and conquer them. And 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 if it wouldn't have been for the white man doing it, believe me, eventually the Chinese would have done it or somebody else would <laughs> yeah. would have figured them out and come over and and. Laid them wait. You know, and that's and now today that's what's happening to the whites becoming slaves. 
in a sense. Exactly. They have self-corrupted. Yeah. And because of that, they're they're easily intimidated and 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 uh, being you know, run by people guilt trip by pe- re- being run by people more more evil than them or more uh, vicious than them. Well, yes, true. Yeah. The most evil person in hell is Satan, and he rules over the rest of the weaker evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> anyway, great show. Love listening. And um, like I said, I I like to call sparingly so I can because I enjoy listening to other people speaking because I already know what I think. Nice. Well, I appreciate it, Bible Go To Guy. Great input today. Hey, and congratulations on the two hours. That's this is good because just like that other caller said, I get busy sometimes between nine and ten. And I miss it. Right. But then I can I can kick back on the on the ten to eleven hour. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I know. You All blink right. and it's gone. <laughs> Take care, Bible Good to Guy. Happy right, Independence Day to you. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. Oh, before I get to Jerry, I think, let me quickly cover this. Um, quickly cover this. By the, before, by the way, July 4th, according to Drudge, will kick off an extreme heat wave across the USA. Global warming is back, guys, at least national warming. (laughs) So be careful, everyone. Those of you who may be susceptible to the sun or to heat, the whites (laughs) and everybody, old folks, uh, take measures, right? CNN is begrudgingly admitting that the June jobs report was better than than expected. I don't know if this was mentioned on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but I have not mentioned it yet. But Trump has been bringing the jobs back. He loves freedom. He loves taking away restrictions and cutting taxes. And that has been good for the jobs and America. The people, the businesses were doing pretty well, making a rebound. And now there's trying to close it back up here in California and elsewhere. The liberals are the governors and sleazy people like that. Um, Democrats, mostly. And even rhino Republicans, wear a mask, wear a mask. Be quiet. I mean, yes, you can wear a mask to be considerate of, like, not spreading your germs in closed conditions with somebody, with other people. But they're trying to get you to wear a mask outside, acting like we're communist China. The U.S. stocks got a nice boost because of the jobs report. The government reported that the U.S. economy added 4.8 million jobs in June bringing the unemployment rate down to 11.1%, but the liberals want to hurt the economy. CNN adds, there is still a very, very long way to go before the economy can mend itself. The Congressional Budget Office, CBO, which, you know, you can take what they say with a grain of salt sometimes, this Congressional Budget Office, CBO, they predict America's recovery from the pandemic recession could take the better part of a decade. Their 10-year forecast, yeah, 10-year forecast, can they... They predict the recession could end up quadrupling the federal budget deficit this year, pushing it to above $3.7 trillion. I don't know. I'm glad that Trump is in charge, and we should reelect him to handle this st- stuff as well, because, you know, it's important. People working, that's good, and people creating, um, creating value in the country and in the world is what builds wealth, I think, right? 
Especially, that's the kind of gain that is not ill-gotten gain. There's a lot of ill-gotten gain, which hurts. Right? Some people get rich off of ill-gotten gain, but it's, in the long run, it's evil. All right, so, um, oh man. Okay, let me get to Jerry. I think it's Jerry out of Florida, first-time caller. Am I pronouncing your name right? Jerry. Yes, sir. The Hake Report. I <laughs> like your show. I'm a new listener. Appreciate that. Uh, and it is amazing. Nice. Thank you, man. So I just wanted to call in uh, because I, I do agree with you that um, there, will be a, there, will, there will be more revolutions and more rioting to come because this officer in Georgia that had shot that, uh, that individual yeah. in in self-defense, um, I, as I, I called, you know, at the other show, and I'm a former police officer. Okay. He, will not, he, will, he will not be convicted. He will not be convicted. He'll be brought up on charges, but he won't serve any prison time. And there will be another riot. This, and, is, this, uh, is, the one, this is the one in which the um, man had a, was going to get a DUI. For, he had fallen asleep in the Wendy's drive-thru, right? And he, he got in a scuffle. He resisted arrest, got the right. officer's taser, fired the taser, and got shot right. in the back as he was running away and firing the ta- turning around and firing the taser at them. Okay. Now, now you, have, you have a wanted felon because, any, you know, on, on that level, it's a felony. Yep. A wanted, wanted felon, DUI, who had warrants, who's fighting you, resisting arrest with violence, that's another felony. Yep. And then taking your weapon, another officer's weapon, another felony, and then shooting it against you <laughs> in the face, that's, that's, authorized, that's an authorization for lethal force right there. Of course. So... Yeah, and and the thing is, they will they will go ahead and put him on trial this circus, and uh, he won't serve any time, and they will go ahead and use that as cause to break more rioting and more stuff like this, and then you'll see it you'll see a spike in COVID nineteen cases go up again. Yeah, you know, so it's it's coming to uh, it's coming to a point here where they're they're anticipating that. And I just wanted to say that. Also, want to say another quick point. Uh, real quick, if I may, about unions for police officers. Okay. Some people talk about that. Yeah. You need unions. Unions are good for police officers because of reasons like this. Because of a union representative will come in and, and an officer shooting will come in and step in and talk on your behalf. Because it's more and more difficult now to be a law enforcement officer. Guys are getting infected with COVID-19 yeah, right. as riot gear. You know, I mean, they're doing riot control, and they're getting infected from protesters. Wow. So, yeah, that's happening right now all, all across the country because they're not, they're not allowed. They're getting people are smoking uh, marijuana and blowing it in their face, and they're not that's allowed disgusting. to arrest. Th- yeah, that's, a, uh, that's assault, by the way. Isn't it an assault? That is, <laughs> I that think is it is. Assault. Or when battery. You, when you feel, when the, <laughs> no, a battery is when you touch someone, but assault is when the other person feels threatened okay. and you do not touch them. All right. So even blowing someone in somebody's face, blowing something in somebody's face, could be construed as assault if the other person feels threatened. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, and, and so because I know that's, spitting, that's I, I know say. spitting on somebody is considered assault, isn't it? If if you physically touch someone, it's battery. But if you spit on somebody, is that the same? That's basically battery, then, huh? That's assault and battery because okay. uh, obviously the person felt threatened, and then you. 
that's bodily fluids, so that's contact with bodily fluids. Yeah. That be considered battery. Right. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You so, know what yeah, do you what do you say? Because um, there are criticisms of cops now, right? Of them, uh, oh, all over them. Uh, but there's some from the right, right? The, them saying, "Oh, they are discriminating against men. They'll arrest the man if there's a domestic call." And the woman accuses the man, even if the man's the one who called the cops on the woman. And um, yeah. there's also them complaining that cops are enforcing these face mask laws unjustly sometimes. And so, um, and then they won't uh, protect the people from the people harassing them about the face masks and stuff like that. I have a, a caller, KT, from Maryland, D.C. area. He said that his two-year-old son or three-year-old son... He's under the age where he doesn't, he's in the age where he doesn't have to wear a face mask, but these people were, at, were harassing him at a store, and he called the cops, and they were dismissive of him, but yet if they were to call the cops on him for not wearing a mask, they would arrest him or tell him to leave or something like that. What do you say to the people who are, uh, their support for the cops they're losing their their feelings of support for the cops who would naturally they're conservatives um, but because of these things where the cops are having to enforce these dumb rules what do you say to that well I'd say uh, you know anytime you want to interaction with the police you know and, and this you want to make sure that you have a cell phone yourself because you want to protect yourself and you want to protect the, the law law enforcement officer. Are you talking because, about Are you talking about recording video? Yeah, yeah, recording video. You can record someone if it's in a public place, as long as you're not in their home. That's not a violation of the Fourth Fourth Amendment. Okay. Fourth uh, Amendment is uh, rights to unusual searches and seizures, that kind of thing. Yeah. But if you're in a public place and you're interacting with a law enforcement officer, you could be charged with a crime, or you there could, you know, you could get a, potentially arrested if somebody falsely accuses you of something. So you want to make sure you record your interaction with the police because so your side of the story can be told and in check case out. You have to go to trial in case you go and get arrested because anybody could accuse anybody of anything. It's just like a lawsuit. You I can know. You sue somebody for anything because you don't like the color of their shoelaces. Now, whether or not you're going to win and whether or not you're going to get any monetary damages is a totally different case. Yeah. So when, I, when, when you ask me a question about whether or not someone – that uh, cops are losing the support because of from conservatives because there's a, they're enforcing these ridiculous laws. Well, these law enforcement officers they don't have a choice. They're required to do these things. And any interaction, I know at least for my department, any kind of, any kind of interaction with the public, you were required to have your body camera on. And if you didn't have your body camera on, they, you would be called in the office in the charges office, and they have to explain why you didn't have your body camera on. So wow. that basically covers, yeah. So that basically covers you, and covers uh, them from any kind of false accusation. And you know, I mean, we're basically the cops, law enforcement officers now at this point have their hands tied. You know, if you if you walk in a roadway, that's an arrestable offense if you're because you're blocking traffic. Nice. That's, it's a misdemeanor. It's almost like jaywalking. It's an arrestable offense. But it, you know, it is. You can go to jail. You're not going to serve any prison time, but you'll go to a city jail at that point. Right. So they um, should bring. Uh, the, they need to arrest these people. <laughs> they're not allowed to. They're told not to. Oh man, this they're is so insane. What What do you? I, I, was, I heard about this cop who um, 
said that we shouldn't be enforcing these like ridiculous, I don't know, social distancing measures, and he got fired. Yeah, if I if I were to wear that shirt, I would love to wear the white history on shirt. Yeah, and I would love to wear that. But if I were to wear that, and I get into a fight with somebody, and I beat them up real bad, or I self defense, because <laughs> I like I said, I know how to fight. You know, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to have to go through the whole entire thing. Now, I'm not going to serve any jail time. But you see, for example, those people that brought their guns out as the protesters are trying to go in on their house. Yeah, his business is his business is done. You know, it's over. And now they're and, being know, and investigated. I, and now they're being investigated. And a lot. And I think this is the reason. I think, Mr. Hake, I think this is the reason why a lot of men are afraid to stand up because they don't want to deal with the consequences in the in the blowback that they they have to deal with it. But so how do we fight? We fight. You know, we fight. What we do, what we can. We support ministries like what you do and what what Jesse does. You know, we we vote. You know, we vote. And that's the thing uh, when they're trying to take even that away from us with these uh, with these illegal stuff they're doing with these uh, absentee, absentee ballots. And I'm really worried about that. What do you think about that with these absentee ballots and what the Democrats are trying to do? They're giving it to illegal aliens. I mean, am, they're sending out millions of them. I'm so happy that Trump is fighting against mail-in voting. I am. I love the fact that he's fighting against that. And so I agree with. I'm not for this. It just seems like it's wide open for fraud. It's ridiculous. But does he does he have a choice though when it comes to California and all the the forty? Maybe maybe not. But I'm things. glad that he's fighting against it verbally. You know what I mean? It, we right. so people have to speak up, and you know, you talk about how people can lose their jobs and all this stuff. The founding fathers, and I'm not saying just be just be reckless and just go out and lose your job and be not wise. We need wisdom and insight and. Everybody need to be praying without ceasing, like Jesse Lee Peterson always says, and without any anger. That way you're clear-headed and doing stuff with wisdom, not out of fear or panic over the country, what's going on. But people, these founding fathers, they said in their, uh, at the end of their um, in Declaration of Independence, we pledge to each other our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor. Your fortunes, that's your livelihood, and your lives and your honor. But people are afraid of getting embarrassed, afraid of losing, you know, their good name, right? But losing their good name with people who don't have, who don't value a, a true good name. They have this false idea that, oh, racism is, exists. I'm not saying that you should wear your White History Month, a White History Month t-shirt, and especially if you're prone to get in fights. <laughs> but I'm saying that people need, um, some people got to make some sacrifices, some of us have, yes. and we need to be wise in those sac which sacrifices to make, but we need wisdom and courage, big time. Anyways, man, I appreciate you, Gary. Jerry, nice to yes, hear from you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I'll tell you, it's not easy to do a two-hour show, brother. I'm telling you, I support what you're doing, man. It's, you're, really, you're, you're doing what you can, and I support you. Thank you. Appreciate that. All Take right. care. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. So let me just double-check the Super Chats. Thank you for all the subscription gifts from Asmador, and uh, congratulations to Joseph Sh Shumpster, Wipeout Corona, and so many of you guys. Right on. Dreas, that's cool. Anyways, oh, I gotta read these, uh, these YouTube super chats. Adam Clark says, yee yee! I think he's probably reacting to the um, 
the 16 horsepower song, a nice banjo song. Wayfaring stranger, that's cool. Hot computer smell gave a an ice cream on YouTube. Ryan ate you. Ate you. <laughs> it says Earl drives the General Lee around Detroit. I seen it. <laughs> Skyward journey with the hearts, very nice. And she says, on Facebook, there is a video of psychologists doing an unconscious bias experiment. Unconscious bias means uh, where you're racist and you're not aware of it. <laughs> Stupid. On 14-year-old school kids in the UK. Talk about child abuse or adolescent abuse, right? The kids looked confused at the end. This race war is getting ridiculous. Very true, Skyward Journey. John X14 says LeBron, Oprah, Obama, and the many rich, so-called African Americans, live in white areas. Why is that, Earl? Why doesn't lib whites live in the hood, Earl? <laughs> Good question. But he thinks, oh, the crime rate's the same. <laughs> Jib Jab says, love you, Hank, no homo. White flag, rainbow, double rainbow across the sky and thumbs down. <laughs> Thumbs down to waving the white flag, which is the flag of surrender. Th thumbs down to the LGBTQ madness, because that is not pro the people who are stuck in that, uh, that mentality. So right on to the thumbs down for that. Lin Yun Chin says, white baby engineers enhance life quality. Merry Christmas, Mr. Good Hair. He says Merry Christmas very commonly. P.O.P. Joel, which is Prince of Prance, <laughs> which I don't know if that's a very manly name, but... Joel's a dancer, but his dance is a manly dance. Great Black Hope Jesse, Skateboard White Chris, and everyone else, thank you, Lynn. And he says, this intermission music, Cowboy Levo Rising. Nice. I got to saddle up and ride out. Yeehaw. <laughs> Jib Jab says, save the V-necks for Men's History Month. Let them chest hairs shine. <laughs> and laughing. Tabor J. Eaton, I think I'm pronouncing your name right now, Tabor. Correct me if I'm wrong. Thinking about trading my motorcycle for a bunch of guns. The trade offer came out of the blue, like God's telling me you need an AR-15 and a Glock. <laughs> well, pray on it. Might be worth it. I don't know. It's good to uh, know how to use those things and have them on hand. They're fun. Lin Yen Chin says, children of the future cry out in painful suffering, mass poverty, starvation, and genocide that befell men, man as a whole, all because whites got canceled. Interesting. It's a warning. And Lin Yen Chin says, you can save all their lives if only you facilitated birth by many wh more white baby engineers. They will build the future, the space age, plus giant robots. You know, we got to, um, the white parents got to get better, and the white children got to get better. Speaking of that, let me just tell you briefly in the last few minutes here that we have about uh, my white history. My white history. I was born July 17, 1981, and I was the fourth. I was the youngest. I was the baby of the family for seven years, and then my brother was born. Well, he was born before seven years, before I turned seven. But we would celebrate the 4th of July, go into the grandma's house, grandma and grandpa's house, really, and swimming, 
stirring up the old-fashioned ice cream. Making old-fashioned ice cream. It's from scratch, I think. I don't know, I would just stir it, right? You put this rock salt around it and it just gets cold and it turns into ice cream. I don't know how it works, but it's actually really good. And then I noticed, though, in, within my family, you know, I have nieces and nephews who do this white... And they're not into the white thing, really, but they're just... They're, they're white. They're <laughs> a very white family. And they do this very patriotic 4th of July parade. And uh, to me, this is nice. It's, it's decent. And it's very typical white. <laughs> but it's so, like, feel-good Fox News stuff. And I say Fox News, too, because they're supposed to be conservative, right? But they have this thing that if we do feel-good stories, you know, about people doing positive things, that this will help unite the country. It's not enough. We can't be putting up with the mess, which people are putting up with more and more and more mess. And it's within families. It's within the so-called conservative culture. I was telling you about this man who um, said the N-word on Twitter. And I didn't mention that part, but he made a bunch of so-called Im- Im- imaginary racist jokes, right? Racist jokes are some of the funniest jokes. And then he was like, uh, I mean, his jokes weren't that funny sometimes. He was just saying the N-word a bunch. <laughs> but then he's like falling all over himself apologizing. And this is such a shame. I think that um, the boomer generation got traumatized by those visuals, those powerful images of dogs getting sicked on the black protesters, right? And thinking that racism is so real. They were brainwashed into believing that racism is real. What a shame. Whereas people like us, that some of us grew up with like a bunch of Mexicans and Asians and sometimes blacks. And we don't even think about race. (laughs) And then later on though, all of a sudden our, our friends start believing in this racism thing and supporting the homosexuality thing. It's such a shame. So it's, it's kind of funny how like I grew up thinking, oh, the whole world's Christian, pro-America. Nope. <laughs> Not true. And even within my family, I realized, oh my gosh, there's like weakness within even the decent conservative Christian white families who are like even s- serious about being Christians. So it's not enough. That's like that Satan working both sides, huh? Working us to just be nice and surrender. What a shame. I'm gonna open. The, I'm opening up the treasure chest on D Live. And let me get to my second. No, my first favorite caller. I gotta get to my first favorite caller, Maze out of Dayton, Ohio. Maze, how are you doing? Hello, James. Hey. Um, my question to you. Do your niece and nephew listen to your show? I don't know. <laughs> well, would you be proud of they if they did? Yeah, that would be an honor. Okay. Yeah, they're decent young men and women and children. So, like, we're going to take your niece and nephew. Like, uh, in, in the, is this world changing and different things and people can't take it and their hearts are busting? And uh, if it changed to where you come to, not our country, my country, white country, everybody's country... Do you think, uh, would this world be a better place if it was everybody's country that was born here, did something for this country, and made it what it is, or just white country? Um, uh, how do you see that? 
that's like a false dilemma. <laughs> How is that? Because nobody is saying, oh, it's just white's country. It should be primarily the white's country. It really? should stay white majority, right? Because yeah. it started out that way. And the whites, and the whites, incidentally, for some reason, we mostly vote pro-America, which is, you know, the Republican platform. Really? Yeah. And then the, well, most of the POCs, for some reason, they don't. I don't know. It's like you guys are so easily brainwashed mm -hmm. against America. It's so weird. Oh, yeah. Y'all are brainwashed against America. How so? Always, when you say white country. Yeah. White country. Within that country that you have, was it someone else's before white Caucasians came to it? You know the land was Native the American land. Style. The land may have been someone else's, but it was yeah. not a country. So, it was not the was, white country that we built. Well, it was not the country that you built. And the yeah, that but that's had, that's irrelevant because this is America now. Well, we're going to talk about we are talking about idealistic things. As if you talk about okay, the country that all right, you had, pretend to be and, idealist, Mace. Well, why do everything that was in this this Caucasian country end up in someone else's country to make it and send it back to this country? If you loved it so much, say that again. I. I Zoned you out. Say it again. Audible, everything that was done in this country and that was made in this country is made by some other country now. Even if you love this country so much, why did you do your country like that then? I didn't do that. I'm not for that. We should bring back manufacturing. I didn't ask you what you was for. Why did it happen? Who did it? The people who betrayed America. They they sh they made it so that um, the regulations are such and the taxes are such that it's t and the the minimum wage is such that it's expensive to make stuff here in America. We shouldn't have done that. I agree with so, you. So when you right on. So then you're going to vote for Trump, Mace? No, I'm not. Wow. Because I don't want to and I don't have to. I don't know, but I thought you loved America. I thought you, you wanted mean? stuff to be made here. No, I would love America to to straighten up and do right. And y'all talk about Oprah. Okay, and all straighten up and do right. I can agree with about, that. You know, can I explain to you how you do it? Okay, real fast. It's by sharing. Did you talk about opening them the neighborhood that they live in? Uh -huh. They live there because they can afford to live there. You can't live in that neighborhood, so what does that make you in your Caucasian? You can't live there. I was just reading a super chat. And Maze. all the people that live in that neighborhood that they live in can afford it. As Medora says to Maze, shut up, Maze. Hake's show as is wholesome. As Medora, he, I thought this was white history. I mean, I thought this was white history. Mind. I don't hear y'all having no history. Y'all can't even leave. Can't even leave the black people out. If you want to have your because I don't want to leave the black people out. And all of this is about what we're doing. The squeaky wheel gets the attention, Mace. No, 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 no. When you hit a dog, he'll bark, and that's what y'all doing. Is barking. And and, and blacks are, are very squeaky. The ones that don't understand. Do you agree that blacks are very squeaky right now, Mace? No, they're not squeaky. I tell you, <laughs> we're your conscience, and we're trying to tell you what to do. But oh you yeah, you're our conscience. Okay, yes, you need your own conscience, Mace. Um, Asmodor, hold on. Asmodor also says we took America from the Stone Age savages. Yeah, and the really? yeah the founding fathers called them savages. Let me really? just pull that that quote up. Really? Savage. Okay. Wanna, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold, real quick. Um, the founding fathers, the de writers of the Declaration of Independence, complained about the king using merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is undistinguished destruction of all ages, meaning babies too, sexes, meaning women too, and conditions, meaning the elderly, the sick, they had no mercy. Maze, what a shame. But so those creepy. Indians were no innocent victims? I don't call them Indian, I call them Native Americans. Well, as you saying, as you say, you're I gotta go. If God, if God changes things, y'all should sit back and relax and let him do his work. You have a good Stop day. Stop being afraid of it, and that's where it go to the Christian. Happy Independence Day. The classroom, I know they I'll talk it. to you on I Sunday. Know you. I know it hurts. <laughs> All right. Take care, Mace. I had to hang up on her. Guys, catch the fallen state.
thefallenstate.tv in an hour. Dang! Coming up quick. And Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And speaking of White History Month, American Liberty with Bill Lockwood on uh, tomorrow, newstalk1290.com <laughs> at uh, 11 my time. Which, no, 11 central time, 9 my time. All right, take care, guys.